0: Hello, Russell Fans, Quentin Charisma. Hey, that's me. Today, I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett.
1: Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma, once again, right down along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. And you tried to trip me up. You held up the last name way too long. Uh, I, I almost jumped in early. You're trying to trip me up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Quentin, how you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, I think my volume's down. Hold on. I forgot to check my volume. Well, of course. <laughs> All right. I think I can hear you now. I should be able to. How am I doing? I'm How doing good. Doing? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing there in Packerland? I'm sure you're about to have a nervous breakdown, ain't you? Uh I I heard the
1: news today that apparently Aaron Rodgers does not want to remain on the team. Um, he wants to either, I guess, find somewhere else or retire. Uh that's unfortunate. And yeah, it'll lead to some dark years, but I don't know. We always have magical luck with quarterbacks that we're not going to expect much out of, and then all of a sudden they become stars. I don't how know. Who's your backup? Is. The backup is that uh, is his name Jordan Love. He uh, They drafted him in the first round last. Jordan uh, Love?
0: Back, that sounds like a bad indie worker. <laughs>
1: well, um, yeah, and he was from uh, uh, I want to say no-name college, but that might make me sound dumb. I'm not the biggest college football watcher, um, so... But I know yeah. there was like a big controversy when he was originally drafted, um, you know, just because, like, it, t- it took Aaron out, you know, by surprise, and I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, – actually, what I'm looking at right now says uh, currently the backup someone named Tim Boyle. So the person they drafted is not even in the lineup. Tim Boyle? Tim Boyle, well, heard yeah. it.
0: Huh. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> let
1: y'all. I'm trying to think. Oh Where's no, I'm them? sorry. Uh, that that was from January. Um, as of March, the the Packers released Tim Boyle. Jordan Love is the officially the backup. <laughs>
0: so. be. Oh I wouldn't. If I was him, I wouldn't buy no real estate just yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Wow. I mean, the thing is, you got to step up so fast, you know, in Green Bay. You know, ever yeah. since ever since Brett Brett came in, did things right off the bat. Aaron came in and did things right off the bat. So
0: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I saw that today. I was like, wow, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, uh the fiance's in the other room watching the draft right now. So uh-huh. that's what we were watching before I came on to request. I
0: saw the first pick and I turned it. Uh, that's uh yeah. I you know, it's the draft. <laughs> what uh so you didn't do,
1: do anything, get into anything this week? Anything new with you since our last recording?
0: I don't know. What'd I do? I don't know. Did I do anything? I can't remember, so I must not have. <laughs> I get it yeah. Hold on. Let's see. There. Okay. What'd I do this weekend? I didn't do anything this weekend. Or this week. But I got to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning because we're going to West Virginia. Now, so that's oh, there you go. Why are you going to West Virginia? WKU baseball, baby.
1: Oh, you're traveling now. Look at that.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm sure next week I'm gonna be dead to the world because of it. <laughs> so, I'm leaving tomorrow and come back Sunday night. So yeah, I'm won't we were, I'm gonna be worth two cents. I try to find something clever to say, but I'm all clevered out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so but uh, yeah, we're doing that. So that's gonna be i I've never been to West Virginia. Heard a lot of things about it. I've, uh, it through <laughs> yeah, I have I've been through it. I've never
1: I've never been to it as well. So yeah, yeah you have to let me know.
0: <laughs> he always says that the West Virginia, and it's like, oh, there's a what's the one? What's the, what's the one that's like there's this uh, uh the major city right below Pittsburgh? I'd say that's kind of normalized, but you know, the other stories here about the rest of the state is pretty. <laughs> I'm not gonna you're gonna send accents and it just happened. You don't want to offend nobody from West Virginia.
1: <laughs> oh no, no, no. I'm gonna leave that in. I'm gonna leave that in and I hope you get this posted before your trip.
0: Oh I'll do well oh crap. I well now I'll be right in the middle of the trip. I'll probably post it Sunday. I mean Saturday.
1: Good. So people can so, listen to West Virginia and hear you badmouth them and they can make you the rest of your stay very terrible. Well, sorry,
0: West Virginia oh well, prove me wrong that's what i say prove me wrong west virginia prove me wrong on the stories i've heard that's a, that's how you look at it they're like that you know there so. you go i did one the, i did find this place right by the hotel it's called fat patties i'm gonna check that out <laughs> you you go. we, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good if it's gonna if your name's fat patties
1: <laughs> we, that's what we need to, to add to the show is a food review portion
0: I don't get out much. off me more to go any
1: places. Yeah, but when you on a trip, you just come back and review what you had. There we go.
0: Okay, well there we go. Next week I tell everybody about fat patties.
1: There we go.
0: <laughs> and no, it's not a rat from Shelbyville.
1: <laughs> uh, very, very inside baseball. But very good. Um, <laughs> all right, so so low key week this past week, but big busy week coming up. That's right. All right, yep. that's good. Yeah. So, so you,
0: you kept the road? You keep the roads hot this weekend there.
1: No, I didn't do a thing. I, uh, there you go. I, I stayed home. Um, bookings are few and far between right now with the wedding coming up. Uh, so, yeah, I I, I crashed at the house. Uh, the only thing really got involved with was uh, yesterday I was on uh, Casey Cage's Wrestling for the Faith podcast. Um, and, we you know, we just talked wrestling in general, uh, talked a little bit of, of what I've done, and then uh, we talked about the podcast. Um, and Casey uh, – <laughs> Casey's an avid listener to the podcast, so we appreciate appreciate that. And he, uh, you know, give his podcast a, a try, too, man. It's called, again, Wrestling for the Faith with Casey Cage. Uh, it's on Spotify. They use Anchor just like we do uh, for our production. Um, but, yeah, man, it was a yes, lot man, of it was it was a fun. Uh, we'll see if we can't get it, hook it up to where, uh, you know, you and him get on the or all three of us. Um, he's about as techno, techno, <laughs> technologically savvy as we are, though. So uh you know, we're we're all growing and learning together. Yeah. So we'll, we He's not
0: from West Ward. Virginia, is he?
1: No, he is not from West Virginia. Cleveland, Virginia. Okay.
0: okay. Ah. Ain't that where oh uh oh I forgot the guy's name. Don Carson. Ain't that where Don Carson was from? No idea. Oh, uh, okay, I don't You know who Don Carson was, right? I vaguely. But you do know who I'm talking about though, right? I know the name. The name. Okay, that's good enough. I just had to come to the screen and, and choke you or something. Don Carson. Yeah, he uh worked forever in then, uh, then me toward the he became a manager and toward in the eighties and stuff and he managed uh was it my golden stomper down in was it um southwest mid eighty early eighty mid eighty uh, three ish four ish maybe. But uh I think he was it was like a deputy or something, sheriff's deputy down there. Something like that. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's very rare for me. It's uh, to me to watch regular wrestling. You know, nowadays the the the, the WWE whatever it is. WWE. There you go. Uh, <laughs> they don't want to watch it that night, so I turn it over there. <laughs> I swear, I laughed about peeing myself. <laughs> the new day and somebody it was doing a thing with. Ms. Morrison and the guitar player guy. Right. What's his name?
1: I can't remember offhand. Elias. Elias. Yeah.
0: And uh, the dude used to be on TNA. Uh, Gunner. What's his name, Gunner? Anyway, well, they had this big old guitar, like, big guitar case, and it was closed. And they opened up had a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of tomatoes in it. <laughs> and they started humming them at the heels. At the I don't know who. I think it was. <laughs> It was, they hummed the tomato, hit Morrison right in the nuts. (laughs) It was lots of, I remember like five times. He just drilled, I mean, just square right in the junk, man. I was like, what a rib. And then the rest of the show was downhill. So so that was the highlight of a wrestling show. Yeah, Morrison getting, I almost said Jim Morrison. What's his name, John Morrison. I almost got is that his name, John Morrison? John Morrison, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know their names. Yeah, he got drilled in the nuts by a tomato. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. But uh,
1: that—that's the straight, the, the state of mainstream wrestling, I guess. Then.
0: Yeah, the best part is when you get hit in the nuts by a tomato. That's the biggest pop of the night. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. I'm just—I like, did have that was from the best thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs>
1: Uh, I have, I have not cop, kept a mainstream wrestling at all. I'm behind with all of it. Um, I haven't been, God, plenty any wedding. I haven't been watching any wrestling besides the show. I need to, uh, I need to change that. Mm. Yeah, I need to get back on my watching, watching phase.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Tonight, uh, we're going to Portland. Remember last week, I didn't have a show. I mean, I didn't have a, uh, a match or anything, and then toward the end, remember, I said, We're going to Portland. So we went to Portland, um, and I picked out a match. Uh, like I said, It's I haven't seen it, and I'm hoping it's it, it, hoping it's good. And it's Portland from 82, it's you know, most likely it's gonna be good. So, um, uh, my mind just went, <laughs> my main playing Buddy Rose, Played with Buddy Rose against um, Matt Bourne, and uh, it's a turn of three, I do believe. Well, it seemed like all their matches up there around this time where two out of three falls, the same like, uh, at least all their big matches. Um, and, uh, so I did a little, little research for once. Um, so about a month, little month before that, uh, buddy Rose, it was buddy Rose's army. It was buddy Rose, uh, Matt born and rip Oliver, uh, Rose left and went to Japan, came back, uh, born and Oliver with the tag had the tag belts. Um, so Buddy come back in to slide back into his position as the leader of Buddy Rose's army. Uh Matt Bourne kind of tells, tells him things have changed and everything. And is, you know, they're building, you know, planting the seed and everything. And so they, well, they got a tag match. They have a tag match that night against um Tommy Rogers and Hack Sawyer, which Hacksaw 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 Sawyer, Hacksawyer, which was Brett Sawyer. Um so they had a two out of three falls. Uh, they won the first fall, second fall born with the drop kick uh it was rogers he moved he hit rose they cover one two three they go into the second the third fall they're tied up one one uh i get again it's i can't remember one of them's got born covered rose comes off the top of the knee he moves bam he drills born they cover him one two three so they lose um so they get into it and uh, so they they uh they start fighting and everything. And so Bourne says he he's tired of, you know, Buddy Rose and all this and that. He's, uh, I don't know if it's a shoot or not, but during this time, he was married to Buddy Rose, uh, to Matt Bourne's sister. I don't know if that was a shoot or a work. I don't know. But he said, You're not my brother in law anymore. You're not my tag partner anymore. I don't want anything to do with you. except said, For next week. And he's like, I want, I don't know when you put me in a match with Buddy Rose. And so they, they built it up. So this is the first match of after. Uh, born earned baby face on Buddy Rose. So, this is our first match. So, it should be hot. So, it should be a hot match. All right. Well, with that being said, let me pull this up. Uh, what was see. the date that? You know, I, I don't think I said because I didn't the, care. <laughs>
1: the date was June 5th, 1982. As you said, this is from the Portland Sports Arena in Portland, Oregon. Uh, this was uploaded by Testosterone Overload on YouTube. Uh, uh, Matt, he, Matt, what's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the match is Buddy Rose versus Matt Born.
0: The uh, this testosterone overload. It, that's the guy to go to if you. The Portland. Only thing. Only thing. Uh, he's got everything. Only thing I did. I don't like is he splits everything up. If it's two out of three falls, it's all split. Uh, except for this one. I hope. Oh crap.
1: I, I doubt they did a 16 minute first fall.
0: Okay. I was like I was thinking like, oh crap. Well maybe not might have been two out of three falls. I don't know. It might not have been. But I know usually all their big matches were because that's why I know because it's like everyone who's saying his you all know, see him it's like one out of three fall. One, first fall, you know, and have three and he hasn't each fall cut up, you know. Yeah. some hopefully, but a majority of his are like I guess because he had so much uh footage and, and I guess because in their um I guess because because they they did their different. They'd have breaks and cause like the sheep herd, remember that yeah. second fall yeah. they went up. Actually, they went up to the crow's nest and um, cut of an interview. So that's probably why he has why he has the two out of three falls like that because they didn't run them just back to back, you know. So I'm thinking that's probably why he has them like that. But anyway, but it, it, he's got the best selection. All right.
1: Well, if you're ready, I've got everything triple zeroed out. Uh, and we're gonna hit play on three, two, one, play.
0: Look at that perm hair, Matt <laughs> Bourne.
1: Is it, that's that's Matt? Yeah, yep, he's got sure a Sure is. Okay. <laughs> I oh, I just couldn't tell when it was zoomed out, just because. Oh,
0: look, he's you know, wearing trousers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is that the uh, is that the infamous "I worked hard"? Nah, that wasn't until WWF, was it? The "I worked hard for this body" shirt.
0: I, I, he's been. He just came back from Japan. He's wearing a. Ichiban shirt. Oh, okay. There's the best referee in the world, Sandy Barr.
1: (laughs) Man, it does look like Matt Bourne's just, like, rocking a pair of black trousers.
0: Yeah. I got to the show late. Tape up my fist. I'm going. (laughs) Bourne's just staring a hole in him, and he's kind of pacing him down. Rhodes is chickening off. He is wearing, yep. Oh, he's got trunks. Yeah,
1: he had, like, warm-up pants
0: on over his trunks. That's his warm-up pants. Must of some of them old KH and h warm-up pants. <laughs> oh, he's trying to get them off. He's jump. Oh, he's still on him. Throw him into the buckles. Boom. He still got his blood. They're <laughs> halfway hanging. Oh, man, he looked like he ate that, didn't he? Yeah, he's like Not he's eating selling. everything. Man, he is selling like crazy. oh is he going to take his pants off for him? No, he's going to give him a big kick to the gut. Matt Bourne was always Matt- such a hard worker. Yeah, just crazy he was mentally ill. Oh, what about that flying elbow by Buddy Rose? Dang. He got some air, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, he's just all on him. Sandy Barr ain't doing nothing, is he? He just... No, he's just kind of standing back, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, because when he does... Uh-oh, Bourne's firing up. Uh-oh, Rose is cowering off. Look at those little baby turnbuckle pads. Oh, yeah, they they... They're ring it and, and I can't believe none of the ropes ever broke because they got that little bitty hook on the pole. Yeah. It's like you hit them buckles really hard. Boom! Oh man, this thing's starting to skip up again. I don't know why it's doing this now on my on my end. It's like was that a knee lift? It
1: was big knee lift, but like Buddy Rose wasn't fully bent over. So you know, he had to get his knee way high up there.
0: Yeah, I'll say we went high. He think I'm on the ropes choking him now. Rip all the rain out there, is he? No, it doesn't oh, look like oh, there's oh. anybody around ringside. Uh, unless he's gonna be in the finish then, because <laughs> he's the third member of the, the army. Yeah, he's oh 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 that... oh oh pile driver. Oh, that was a nice little sequence there, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, man, that was a
0: uh, that was like something you'd see today. Oh, there's first uh, fall. So, be, so born baby with the pile driver. Yeah, that's something you'd see nowadays, wouldn't it? And this was 82. Wow. He still got his pants halfway on his butt uh, we're up at the crow's nest with Frank Bonneman. So that's what I'm saying. They always had these, um, they never go straight into him. He's got his bloomers off, but britches off now. <laughs> what's what's the announcer's name again? Frank Bonneman. I think I say his name. He's looking classy in a three piece suit. Oh, he always dressed up. He always dressed up. Yeah. He, he passed away like a year later. He was their announcer for a long time. That building was not a really set up good for wrestling. They made it. They made it work somehow. You know.
1: Yeah, it looks like such a. It looks way smaller on TV than it actually is. Like some buildings, you dress up and they look bigger. You know. What yeah. did I say something to you about what this has like two, three hundred fans in it?
0: Yeah, and it holds a
1: thousand, a couple yeah, thousand. And, and you would not think it by looking at it.
0: But they pack them in there, man. They packed them in there on the floor, and those bleachers. On the hard side, they go up pretty high. Oh, he's coming back second fall. <laughs> that crowd's so hot, too. I know. They're just eating it up. He just, he just like I said, he turned the week before. Don, Don
1: Owens on the front row. I assume that's him backing everybody up. Probably. If,
0: Owens did the announcing a lot, too. Yeah, Rose uh, is just chickening off.
1: Yeah. I love, love watching old school wrestling because, like, wrestling is looked at so much as, like, you know, a redneck soap opera. You know what I mean, hillbilly theater. But like, mm-hmm. you look at old wrestling, In the front row, everyone's wearing suits. Like they're wearing oh, the Saturday the day, yeah. Sunday best. Oh, we get hung I mean? in
0: the oh,
1: oh, oh, we
0: got crack. We got crack.
1: We got more than crack.
0: <laughs> oh, we took a bump on the floor. With his crack hanging out. His we had,
1: we, had, we hanging. had a yeah. We had Buddy Rose full full moon.
0: Yeah, that was oh Tom Knee drop. Oh, so he should have still had his. Uh, trunks down. That even been better on that one.
1: Then you have to watch oh. your knee pads.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, into the pole. And we know what's going to happen. It's Buddy Rose. So I'm fixing to get some color. I'm sure. Oh, no. he block it? and
1: Yeah, he blocked it and reversed it.
0: Born with it. Okay. I said, my thing is it's skippy. Boom. Throwing, what's he going for now? Is he getting a chair? Okay, here we go. Well, oh, He snuck it in there.
1: He snuck that chair yeah. out in there. <laughs>
0: Danny Barr is like oh, I need that chair. Uh, put the chair down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's just, he's just asking nicely. He's like, can you please? Yeah, he's like he chair?
0: has he has no authority. Is uh, born bleeding.
1: Yeah, yeah, born's bleeding pretty good from what I can make out. Okay, and I think Buddy was helping with the uh, little open the wound job. Okay, because those those little punches were uh, looking a little snug
0: Yeah, is he even counting yet? Uh, a he did, a little funny. bit, but yeah,
1: Rose just keeps breaking it. Yeah, breaking it. Count. Sandy is <laughs> not oh, so nonchalant, yeah. you wouldn't know
0: it. I know it's, a, oh yeah, he's got it going good. Yeah, there you go. Look how he's selling so that all the people can get get that sympathy. Looks like see, he just turned baby face. He looks yeah, a like he looks Savage
1: like, in the face right here.
0: Yeah, he does. He it, it looks like that IWA, uh, ICW Savage.
1: Yeah, freak okay. out, freak out Savage.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he's selling really good. Kind of funk esque kind of sell right there. Yeah, it? that was very <laughs> Terry <terrible>. Funk. <laughs> or Dick Slater. <laughs> yeah, if he would have, if he would have did the the running man in a circle, that'd have been full Terry Funk. Yeah, <laughs> I like how he keeps going forward. He keeps he gets over real close to the fans. So like so he's getting that sympathy of that. You know, he's got that color and he's wobbly and you know, like yeah, oh yeah. See, that's good.
1: Yeah, but that was also. Very early 80s pre AIDS pandemic or epidemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bite <laughs> biting a bloody man.
0: Eh. Is he gonna slam him? No, he puts him making the ring. Wow, nope, on the apron. You're gonna big elbow. Oh,
1: oh what happened? The uh, early the tape to this
0: early, movie, 80s, early 80s footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, just wailing on him over that rope. He's just he's selling too. I like it. What's he got a chair? Oh. Okay, mine's kind of, like I said, mine's jumpy. Did he blast him with that chair? He,
1: he did, um, but mine actually cut out right when he blasted him. And Sandy Barr counts the pin.
0: <laughs> I guess it's no, dis, well, is it no disqualification. He's the worst ref ever. He's worse than that non-smart ref at the, the match we watched last week. <laughs> and he's smart. <laughs> I, I'm hoping this is
1: no disqualification and we just missed it. I do too. I yeah, Sandy Bar's looking useless.
0: Yeah, so Rose wins it with a chair shot and then he covers him. Oh, did he get some more heat on him? Did
1: he drop yeah, a knee on
0: him. I think it was a knee drop. The camera shot yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> he gets some heat, ain't he?
1: He's such an ugly man. Yeah. And I mean it made it better. Look at those uh, snazzy shoes Sandy Barr's wearing. <laughs> I
0: was like, man, he's got some what's he gonna do? he from a he wasn't a sleeper. What's he doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't what
0: know. What was that?
1: he's massaging I mean, the I mean, shoulders, I mean, which was the old revive from the sleeper gimmick. Yeah. He just did the back he
0: just did the back chop and like he is selling like crazy though. I think he needs help up, not slap, dude. Sandy bar is he just drilled bar. That's funny. Yeah, he took him down. That's good because he's selling like he's you know, he's just been pulverized. Look at he's selling like he's been yeah, that is good. That's good selling. Yeah, it is. Look at him, it's like he's convulsing. Is that the word? Is that how you say it? Compulsion? Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Look at him. I don't think – is that – he's rose back out there. Yeah. I don't think you know, he would have been good. oh Bam. Oh, he's back on him. oh If he could have threw up, that would have been the best. He's going to give him a pole. Did he miss the pole? I think oh, he, he went blocked to, it. He, oh, yeah,
1: I think he went to block it and Rose it and catch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just drove by. Just drive by. Uh-oh. Yeah. The Rose just took the pole now, so we know he's fixing to get him a little stump. Oh, oh Jesus! What's he got? What is that?
1: I don't know what that. Is. I, it, maybe, maybe they have those little cheap stairs. That's
0: the thing that thing. What? It looks like a box. Like a box. I guess. It yeah, it, like a, what, it looks like
1: a. What's he got a,
0: now? Look, what is
1: that? That's the bell hammer.
0: Okay, I was say he's a hammer or a wrench or something. <laughs> he just hit him with. So is this match started yet? I guess he hasn't. Oh, take the pole. uh Oh, where's he going? Is he going over? Oh, he's getting a chair. I was like, what's he doing? No, Cindy Barr's going to try to get the chair now. Oh, he blasted him. I mean, so he's asking nicely. Oh, he fell. Did he fall?
1: Yeah, he was Cindy shoved. He Born shoved him. I don't know. I think he took the okay. bump.
0: Okay, the match hasn't started yet, so all this is legal. Oh, nice jumping knees. Did you see that? Yeah, I like that. Wow. Oh, knee drop. Oh, yeah, buddy's he's, he's got his flowing now, too. This would have been good to see live. Because that crowd is hot. Yeah, they are. Look at him. Oh, he's, he's biting him. Yeah, payback. That's good. This is a good brawl. Yeah, super good. Oh, man. he is. And is just hanging
1: off. Born is just reciprocating everything that Rose did to him.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Because it's, gosh, man, Rose is just gushing. They're out in the crowd. I don't know if Sandy Barr ever started the match. Look, who's that? Oh, it's Dutch Savage. He's yeah. trying to break them up. Yeah. I, th- I think. So so. I uh, gosh, yeah. I don't think if third father started. I think they're just throwing it out. Dutch savages out there to stop it. Look like, man. Yeah, they're just yeah. Because I know they come back the next week. Well, this is the start of their feud. So Rose is trying to run away. He's running out the other side. Born just bypass. He's going to get him. Somebody else is out there now.
1: I think yeah, the I, like it's right
0: I think it is too. Yeah, because he was there at that time. Rose got a chair. He just glommed somebody. Oh, he just drilled him. Yeah, that is Kurt Henning. Yeah, there's all kinds of wrestlers out there now breaking it up. I think it's uh, Tommy Rogers, Henning. Uh, I think it's Hack Sawyer in the jeans, other guy in the jeans. I don't know who the guy in the shirt is, the light blue shirt. Oh, he's not a wrestler. He's (laughs) wearing a shirt. (laughs) Okay, Dutch Savage is on the mic. I guess he's throwing the match out, setting up next week's match. Who's that with? Buddy, who's on the outside? Is that Rip Oliver? Oh, he's oh here we go. Back again. He drilled. And he's going out trying to hug him. The baby face are holding back. And here comes Buddy back at him.
1: This is one of the damnedest fights I've ever seen. This is good. Yeah, this is good.
0: I bet it was good with the sound up. Really good. Dutch Savage still on the mic. Trying to get I don't know who that dude is. I'm trying to see who he is. It's not Rip Oliver. I don't know who it is. It was on the hill side, but all the baby faces are holding. Oh, here goes Rose back at him. Dang. Whoever that other hill is, he ain't doing much to stop it. All right, so I guess they, they got him apart, I think. Well, Rose is still there. I guess they got born out of there. Dutch Savage is setting up the match for next week there. Thank you. They, they can use brass knuckles, chairs, anything they want. They'll be guards around the ring. The match will not be on television. And this is going to come going in. This is too gruesome. It's too bloody. And if you people can't stand blood, I suggest you stay home because I don't care what these two individuals do to one another. There's going to be a winner, and somebody's going to get crippled up and hospitalized.
1: What a promo to end it. That's good stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good. Um, I think we'll, I'm going to watch that tonight with the sound on. Yeah, no, Dutch, Dutch Savage with a good promo, man. Yeah. That was yeah, pretty solid. Was... And he's setting up that uh, you know, next week they'll have a rematch, and... And, Anything and goes on,
0: and no TV, so it means you, mean you got to be there to see it. So it, it, it looks like it's a packed house from there. Good gosh! Yeah, I don't mean, you can't get out a hard sell to go because then people eating that up, you know.
1: Man, that, that was a dude, solid, solid pick. Good pick. Yeah,
0: I like that. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna that probably tonight. With the sound on, because man, you could tell that crowd was just going nuts.
1: Yeah, and And you know, "Mm -hmm." you kind of see the progression too, because like they weren't super behind Bourne at the very, very beginning. No. But like he turned them.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they, you know, they, you had some of them, you know, just because he, he, you know, was going against, but they were still kind of on the, on the, on the fence on, you know, and then it's when he started selling after that, uh, I like to hear what he said on his promo after the first fall, because then, then when he got, you know, he obviously was fired up, and then we went out there in that second fall, and you know, he had all the got all the color and everything, was selling his butt off, and that's when they really got. You could tell they were up, they were up, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: So that's that. I'm I definitely walk like this in with the volume. Not a lot of wrestling. Um, just a just good hot start to an angle, you know.
1: Yeah, character work and really good brawling, super yeah. good selling. The fire and the the third fall was an entire comeback until they got to the brawl. Yeah, so you know what I mean. So it, it, yeah,
0: was, it, was, it had
1: great. everything you needed, um, yeah. and then it just broke down at the end. It was so good; I loved it. Yeah, that was good stuff. I think.
0: I enjoyed that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't
0: Yeah, I said you can go on the um, on there if you want to see the build up. Like the build up is. Um, it's the match, it's, it's, buddy. it's like a couple matches ahead of that. I said, it's broke up in parts. It's, uh, actually you got a why the question where they set it up where actually the first one they set up was when buddy Rose has an interview, he says, you know, he brought some gifts back from Japan and, uh, it was hilarious. See all these different things he brought for people and he brought, uh, he brought, it was something for, um, uh, Dutch savage i can't remember it was, it was just some funny stuff and then just uh he said uh, and he, he said i got something for uh hack sawyer and tommy rogers and he said he brought him some high heel shoes he said now you can look frank bonneman in the eyes when you talk to him now <laughs> and then uh i can't remember what he brought for uh, oh yeah for rip oliver he, he brought him a, a walkman he said he now you listen to this on the he said you listen to this in the car trips and when you when you when you're with the ladies and and he said and, and he goes then i got I got this for Matt Bourne. I got him a bottle of tranquilizer so he, so he can settle down. I was like, that's a rib. Yeah, it <laughs> is. I was like, dang. <laughs> and uh, then Boy comes up there and it says thank in. you. He says, you don't need yeah, he said thanks for the tranquilizer. He said, Yeah, I don't need the try out, you know, and they start setting up, They're like, oh, we got a match, you know, and they go down there and they I said then they do the three falls against him, then they break up at the end. And that was the first match of it. So it, <laughs> but that interview was funny. He <laughs> got his, it he got him, uh, rip over walkman and and got um, <laughs> got him all <balled> tranquilized. <laughs> so it was good. But yeah, it was um, yeah, it was a good start off to start. I said I knew it was gonna start off hot because they um, was they turned them on one the week before, you know, and uh, but yeah, they <laughs> just said that. But it was good because it it. It didn't start off hot, but it did because Bourne was just staring him, you know, and just kind of walking to everyone that the Ref was checking, you know, checking Rose. He just, he just, that stare, you know? Yeah. And so, so yeah. I mean, so it didn't really start off hot right when, you know, you think he'd hit the ring hot, but it, it, it was good that he didn't. He had that stare, you know, he was staring him down, you know, and then Rose got on him. So it was, that was really good. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it was intense yeah their intensity yeah yeah
0: and uh yeah born had that. he was yeah it, it was really good um they all bumped good uh so born born sold a lot better than i thought he was wood he sold his butt off
1: yeah he did. Yeah.
0: and i had that and then and they got that color and everything and the juice was flowing real good and and he's on the floor he kept going up towards the fans i, I think that and That was getting more sympathy, you know, because I could see he was just, and he was just like he was fighting to get up, but he couldn't. He flopped. You know what I'm saying? He was, man, that was good selling, you know. Yeah, man, good
1: stuff. He he was very actively selling. He wasn't just laying there dying. He was actively selling.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't die. Um, he, he was, he was getting that sympathy of, I'm trying to get up. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I just can't. And then he. Get up a little bit, you know, get back to the ring. Boom, Rose cut him back off. He'd he around. You know, it was, you know, uh, there's another brawl basically, but it was set up perfect, you know. But in that, and that's that little sequence I had before that first, the first fall of the pile driver. That was good. Yeah. What do you A lot of transitions. Yeah. That was really. So, how did they, they went into what? Was he going to slam him and he floated over? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah. It was a float yeah. over and then
0: uh, belly at the back. I just they kept it was yeah. man that was nice it's like you said something you'd see nowadays you would in 82 you wouldn't think about think of that you know yeah but it was it was really good i was yeah i was and, and man buddy Rose could move i mean he was probably what what do you think he was that time about 245 250
1: at least yeah he, he was about two, 250 probably i don't know how tall he was
0: but he he, he was six foot i think
1: okay so he's probably well, yeah. about 250 255 right there
0: yeah okay but he moved good yeah he was still moving good man he hadn't really started putting on a lot of weight by then um so he was so he was still moving really good well he's never had a body you know but um he was big but he could, you know he was starting to get big but he could move very well he's so good take them big I he takes he takes he, he's known for taking that big exaggerated back bump on stuff a lot of times you know
1: yeah when he would also uh he would go up like he's going to take the flare flop or the uh, uh, the Ray Stevens bump in the corner. Um, yeah, you know, but everyone else would go up. He would just go straight up and down, and then timber timber back down to the mat. Yeah. I loved it.
0: Yeah, he he his mom liked his bump, and he like I said, he took a couple big. Those big big bumps in this one. Um, that knee lift he took that was crazy. That looked good. Like I said, he wasn't bent over, and and it was really good. Um, <laughs> uh, this match furthered my opinion on Sandy Barr as worthless
1: <laughs> I, I can 100% agree with that it,
0: it's like I don't know see.
1: <laughs> great taste in footwear
0: cool. though yeah those shoes were snazzy at first I thought it was wingtip boots and then when his pant leg went up it was shoes i like that was a really neat looking you know?
1: <laughs> yeah like like Blue with a baby blue inside.
0: There's some nice shoes, yeah. man. Yeah, but them shirts he wearing were... Ugh, Thanks that's The great polo
1: shirt that he had.
0: In the- yeah, well, he had a flea market, so he must must be getting those shirts at. That- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, uh, what they call them? Uh, not the knockoffs, but the ones that are, like messed up or something. You know, you, they get them real cheap. Yeah. yeah. You know, the flea, you know, yeah, he's probably <laughs> like some of the lines are a little crooked or something. He's probably I'm wearing this, and he's probably got a box full from his flea market. <laughs> he just wears a different one. It does it seems like they're always either a solid polo or a stripe polo? You yeah? yeah. know, re- I don't think I've ever seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him in stripes, the wrestling referee stripes. Everything's a polo, <laughs> and it might have stripes, but not referee stripes. <laughs> yeah, they're horizontal. They're not vertical. Yeah, I've never seen him in a referee shirt. Never. Well, you know, what little I, you know, a little bit important. I've watched. And uh, the other referee at that time was um, uh, what's his name? The other um, Luke, um, uh, uh, shoot, Grizzly Smith's partner. What was his name? Luke. um, Oh crap! What was his name? Okay, but I forgot it. Luke Smith. That sounds right. Yeah, he 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 refed up there for a long time too. Um, So he was the other ref in the in the eighties. Toward I think toward Luke Brown. Luke Brown, that's it, Luke Brown, Luke, Luke Smith. <laughs> um, that's Grizzly's last name, Smith. Duh. Um, but, yeah, uh, he refed up, I think, to like, maybe mid-'80s up there. So he was the other ref. And um, I'm sure he did a better job than Sandy <laughs> Whew! Yeah, it was really good. I, I enjoyed that. Like I said, that's one definitely to watch uh, with the sound up. It, 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 it add more to that that crowd and watch that crowd just building up for, for born, you know yeah so, no, that yeah, was awesome yeah that was good stuff I enjoyed that one yeah and I I'm not, know, I'm not used, you, used to
1: seeing white meat baby face Matt Bourne you know what I mean I I saw either doink baby face Matt Bourne or uh what was it big Josh baby face Matt Bourne or grizzled Matt baby face Matt Bourne you know what I mean we're just a tough guy or whatever I saw when him. he was
0: in uh USWA Texas yeah, he stuff would, like that. Face, just yeah, grizzled. Henry Matt Bourne, just yeah, yeah. So
1: <laughs> seeing him sell and stuff like that, like he. Yeah,
0: was. I'm was saying. And, and like in the beginning, you know, he was playing tough guy and everything. In the beginning, you know, everybody knows, you know, he's t- tough. Tony Bourne's son, you know, and he's tough and all. You know, he's uh, like his dad. He's tough, but they all they know it. But, but when he was bleeding and selling, it's like. And now he's getting over as a full-fledged, you know, babyface, not just the tough guy babyface, because they already yeah. knew he was tough. Yeah. But to see him actually get that sympathy and the people start getting, you know, they were already, you know, there was somebody, you know, it was it was one of those things. Because actually at the beginning of it, I don't you know if you could hear it, uh, when Don Owens is doing the announcing, he goes, this match is between two guys that deserve their deserve their self or something like that. Because, you know, he, he, would, he was just turned babyface, but he hadn't fully – you know, until after this match, the crowd 100% behind him. But, yeah. you know, we saw as it went. It, you know, the people at the, end, at the beginning, you know, yeah, maybe, probably, maybe 40% was behind him, you know, maybe. And then at the end of it, 100% babyface. They were all, you know. So, oh, yeah, I uh, know. There, yeah. no,
1: there was no denying that he did his job. And by the end
0: of it, yeah, yeah, he had everybody. I said he had a start off, like I said, you know, like the week before him. and Rhodes got into it, and you know he, he had you know probably forty percent behind him, but at the end, man, there was teetotal. That everybody in that crowd was behind him, and um, then forgot about all the bad stuff he had done <laughs> through the months and stuff. You know, <laughs> it just, it's selling, man. It's um, it's it, it was part of it. Sympathy.
1: Well, yeah, it's like it, it, uh, it's a it's a listening, like a response too. like it, it's it's connecting with someone.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like I had, uh go back. I remember it was in '99, back in 1999, Smyrna, Tennessee. Um, me and Brian Cheatham were we were tagging for like six, seven months, and so oh, we gotta turn you, we we'll to turn you Bayfest, want to jump and all this, and he would not stay down. I kept telling him stay down. He just like time we every time we turn around and go back to the thing, and it was a Grand Slam building, which had it was like fifty yards from the ring to the dressing room. So every time I turn around he'd be back up. I was like, oh my gosh. And he's next thing he's cut and I was like, and we get to the back, he's like, I don't think it worked good. I don't think they're behind me. Yeah, because you you did get no sympathy. You've been my tag team partner, we've been healed, beating up everybody, doing every dashly deed known to mankind. And they're not gonna get behind you unless you we leave you laying in sympathy and you know, carry you out and but now he, he was popping back. I was like, gosh, you know, you got to have it. You got to sell the stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. So selling is so important. I think so over, not over, underlooked at by a, a lot of the people in the business nowadays. I'm not saying that there's not people who sell. Obviously, there are. Um, but I think that's such an afterthought. But the sell can make that's it fair. anything.
0: Well, it's the way wrestling is set up nowadays. You can't sell like that. You just got, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. set up. You, you can't because you only know, do three moves and you sell for three moves and then it's your turn. You do your three, four moves. You know what I'm saying? So you can't, I mean, it's it's changed so much. You can't, you know, it's totally different. But uh, but yeah, that but that was good right there. I like that. That's some good. That was really good. Like I said, that, I'll tell you that Portland stuff, man. I've always heard it was some really good stuff. You know, a lot of people didn't see because it was like about last week. They did their own little thing up there, you know. Yeah. And you had guys that would go up there. You'd have your mainstays and would just stay up there, you know, because uh, it, it was just such a good uh, short territory, paid, you know, pretty good for the for what it was, you know. Then you had guys, that you know, would come through. And um, and this is around this time period, I think, I think 82 or NA2 when you said that – um Pritchard went up there, Tom Pritchard, and I think I saw somewhere he 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 came up, his he debuted up there. I think at the end of '82, uh, but and like I never knew that uh, Brett Sawyer got a run up there. He was one of our top babyfaces, um, and uh, but yeah, there was a lot of good a lot of good stuff up there. Um, so the but the main people always was there. Buddy Rose, uh, Bourne was there for a long time, and then when. Like a year later, when Billy Jack started and he pretty much stayed up a lot, you know. And you know, Rip Oliver was up there a lot, you know. And you had guys that would stay up there majority of the years, you know. And but then you had people coming, always top talent coming in. And uh, uh, guess who I saw when I was scrolling through the 82s on the on there, the stuff, and it said, um, uh, I can't remember what it was again. It said one of the guys was it said, uh, uh, Terry Fargo. I was like, you know, I've never heard of Terry, of Terry Fargo from that time period. And I was like, I clicked on it, and I said, son of a buck, that's Terry Adonis. Huh. Yeah. He, uh, I didn't know he worked in uh, Portland. I know he worked um, Vancouver uh, for, um, oh, Kineski sold it to what, Tomco, Sergeant Al Tomco. I know he worked up there then. Uh, around that time, 82, 83. I didn't know he went down into uh, Portland for Owens, but yeah, I was shocked. It, it was Terry Adonis. <laughs> it was Terry Fargo. <laughs> so that was pretty neat. But yeah, they had a lot. I mean, it's Portland's good. And like I said, this guy's got pretty much all the TV. Um, you yeah, know, it. it I, I, he. Like I said, he's got some of the little last bit of Moondog main before he passed, and this, he's got a little bit of the '70s stuff. Uh, I don't think he's got any of the '70s snooker stuff. I don't think. Um, but, yeah, he's got the most. And, yeah, Portland's a good little uh, – I really Portland's good to watch. You, know, you want to do it, binge like a year at a time. Uh, they had a lot of good talent up there through the years. You know, it was a territory. And uh, a lot of guys would go up there and fall in love with it want to stay, you know, um, like Piper. You know, he fell in love with it. And, and like I said, I, I just never heard anything bad about Don Owens, you know. Yeah, uh, apparently but, he's uh, one of the good yeah. ones. Yeah, they there was stories I hear of uh, his brother. Um, Don't brother would pay. He would pay the guy. He'd pay some of uh, the guys to shoot on each other, and the boys would split the money and work it, work it like they shot on each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that story yeah. as well. that? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Um, and I took notes a love about the uh, Bobby Zoda uh, shows that this guy's got on there from the Portland. Is uh, uh, their big sponsor was Tom Peterson. Yeah. And a department store. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And in like right in the middle of a especially on those two and three falls, a lot of times they'd cut to a Tom Peterson thing. That's so like old stereos and TVs and it's like a, a thirteen inch what was it? Uh a thirteen inch color T V in eighty two was something like three hundred and something dollars. I <laughs> mean yeah, it's the I love watching that old you know, stuff on those old the uh, old um the, the Tom Peterson's ads, that's a, oh, that was even a that make, I like that. They The guy actually left them in there on most of his stuff. So yeah, I yeah, they, well, they,
1: they would leave the Tom Peterson ones in uh, most of the stuff I found on YouTube, but they wouldn't take the other ones out. So I'm wondering if they got, you know, some sort of masters because, you know, I'm assuming the station didn't get the money for the Tom Peterson ad because it was so involved in the show. That you know, that was one of their ads. Yeah, I think it's one so, of their. So sp- that, yeah, so that would be included in the show tape.
0: Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Because yeah, he was like their. I think their main because they didn't because they talked. Yeah, you know, they did his ads during the show. Uh Bonneman he, would, he, would, would cut Houston to. Houston wrestling
1: was uh, sponsored by that furniture mattress. The mattress, or, the mattress yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the mattress king. Yeah,
0: yeah. We had a lot of, um, you know, 70s, and 80s. You had a lot of that. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Nick Gillis here in Nashville had uh, Shires Jewelry, Shires Jewelry. I think I'd say it's Shires, I think. Um, so, yeah, you had a your local TVs usually had, especially in the uh, or 60s and early 70s, you would have a a uh, local, you know, be your sponsor, and uh, they'd have their ads and stuff. So, uh, man, I come across a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, I got all that stuff the other day. So I went back and was looking around, and um, – Found tons of 84, 80, 85, 86 ads for Gulas in a Smyrna newspaper. Um, and they were they were running uh, Laverne, Smyrna, Murfreesboro every week. I didn't know that. And it was crazy. And then in 87, uh, 86, 87, according to these ads I found, Nick and Jerry Jarrett started booking shows together in Rutherford County but I noticed it was all Gula's, all it was all Jarrett's crew except for George. George was like the only one working of the Gulas crew who worked the shows. I thought it was really odd. And this was um, this pre or post split? This was 87,
1: <laughs> 10 years after. Okay, so yeah, okay.
0: Wow. Yeah, but the thing was though, Gulas had been running. So He'd been running for over like I'm over way over a year, Rutherford County every week. With his, just his, you know, the, that UWA crew. And like I said, then all of a sudden, it started popping up. Uh, it's a Goose Jarrett Promotions. I was like, whoa. And I, and I looked at the cards, and uh, it'd be all Jarrett, an all Jarrett crew except for um, George. Well, except for one I did find, and I would have loved to have seen this match. So, it's 87 Bam Bam Bigelow, green as grass. Guess who he was working on one of the shows?
1: Who? Who?
0: Gypsy, oh lord, Gypsy Joe. I know I would have loved to see that. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. I looked at it because it was all like I said, all of them had just George, and then this one had George and Joe because Joe was working for Gulas and uh, he just came back from actually just came back from uh, um, uh, Kansas City territory. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw, I was like, who that would have been interesting, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause that was a big old wasn't really smart and to the business and probably wouldn't took nothing. And Joe ain't going to take nothing and off anybody's <laughs> <laughs> That would have been interesting, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, no, it would have been a, it would have been a fight of who would go down first.
0: Yeah. I would like, I said, I would like, but I just thought it was really interesting uh, that Jarrett and Goulas was, I'm just wondering if it was, you know, uh, well, they, what do they call it? Oh, crap. He was paying the booking fee and getting yeah. Jarrett's guys. That's yes. wonder if it was probably what it was. Um, but I tell you, man, it would suck if he was working for if he was one of the goodest guys, then all of a sudden you've been working almost you know, every week in one of the town, you know, one of the, you know, Rutherford County towns, and then all of a sudden, well, we're not booking out our crew, your whole crew you let them go so you book Jarrett guys, you know?
1: Yeah. That, that would suck. We yeah. already barely making any money to survive and then yeah. it just cuts you out of the deal completely.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like, what the crap, dude? But, uh, and then they, I think the last show, they didn't go into '88. Um, sometime '87, I can't remember It was their last show in Rutherford County. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, a, I didn't know Smyrna even had a newspaper, but they had a newspaper in the '80s. And, um, I stumbled across one, and, um, so I'm like, man, it's, it's, you know, more of that stuff. You just, and I think I got a poster, one of my posters I got, uh, last week is for one, I got, and I, Found the actual card, the advertisement, the newspaper, that newspaper for one of the actual posters I got. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's it was. I like that. So I'm gonna get on there when I get back from West Virginia and uh, do some more. Get on the internet and get, look around for newspaper ads and stuff. So if I can find, because um, what I did, I I sat down and wrote down all the dates of the posters, and I went to the newspapers that actually had in but. Uh, Nashville. Uh, I said that, uh, Smarter paper, and I and I got I gotta look in the Murfreesboro paper. <sighs> That's the only towns, yeah. Nashville, Murfreesboro, and Smarter, the only towns that the paper that uh have access to those years. I'd newspapers.com is really a ripoff if you're if you're going for Tennessee history. There's nothing. Nashville is the only one they got full years of hardly any little towns, nothing. No Chattanooga, no Knoxville, no Memphis. It's horrible. It's like you pay all this money. It's like, I can't find anything in this. In Kentucky, there's not many. There's not much in Kentucky. It's all these from like the 1800s, early 1900s. I'm like, gosh, there's no. Uh, so I'm just hoping that's the archives has got all that, those newspapers. Because I asked a guy down there one day, he said they got. Tons and tons of, I asked him, you got like little towns and stuff? He said, yeah. So, cause that like, newspapers.com, what you pay for it. And unless you want something, if you want anything from the <laughs> 60s, 70s, 80s, from most of the newspapers in Tennessee, they ain't on there. <laughs> oh, Johnson City, that's right. So it's like, yeah, Johnson City. They had Johnson City though. They do it's, it's weird.
1: Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I have a feeling that if the, um, since the archives don't have some of those little papers, I'm going to have to go to where those towns, local libraries and see if they have them. Cause I know like Mount Juliet, they have Mount Juliet's library. They have all of the Mount Juliet Chronicles. Uh, 10 years ago, they didn't have on, um, they wasn't on uh, microfilm. Hopefully they put on microfilm. Cause I gotta go there. Cause my brother, uh, I'm looking for some sister. He boxed back in the early eighties, uh, golden gloves box. And, they used to have matches in Mount Juliet like every two weeks, and uh, I found a few. They advertise a couple of things in the Tennesseean, but he said he told me so they they advertise it in Chronicle, and uh, so I'm hoping they've put a microfilm. But I just I to do is go call all these little libraries in these little towns. If the say all the guys don't have, and ask them what they got, so I can get the articles and stuff like that. So, so I'll be taking some road trips this summer.
1: Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that'll get me out of the house <laughs> so man yeah, I'm looking forward to it yeah, I, I so I got pumped up those posters and then last night when I found all that stuff I was like wow you know so but yeah I'm getting excited getting it going full steam so there's baseball's over here and Willie got so we got West, we got to go West Virginia this week then next week they come home for the last weekend of the year then they go out uh, to Old Dominion. For the final, for the final weekend. And that's the weekend. that I'm going to. I'll stay home and listen to on the radio because that's that's going to determine if we make tournament or not. So that's why I can't go to the uh, that reunion thing Shane Morton's having. So I got to sit home and listen to the baseball games and see if we make sure we make the <laughs> conference tournament. Tell you know, man, there's a lot of people on there that's eligible to go to the old timers one that don't are going to this one. It's kind of weird, you know. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's because it's closer. I don't know.
0: It's the same place.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot that you guys moved the reunions.
0: Yeah, it's in Columbia now. Every year now, at the uh, building down there. Um, it's a big building. Um, I don't know. One thing, hope it ain't hot. Whew. We about died in August down there. It was so hot. And they had them big old fans on. You couldn't hardly hear nothing. So hopefully it won't be that hot. If so they moved our the old timers until up into August, so it won't, hopefully it won't be so hot. <laughs> I'd like to go because there's some people on there I'd like to see that I hadn't seen in years like Eron he's on the list. Uh, cool breeze is gonna be he's on the list I haven't seen him in forever you know. So and Jeff Daniel, I saw him at Porter's funeral. I saw Dominique she didn't even know it was me. <laughs> she no sold me.
1: <laughs> I'm looking forward to, see, to seeing Jeff and Dominique. Yeah.
0: She didn't know it was me. She's like, hey, done. <laughs> it's like. I, know she, I don't think she didn't know who it was. I guess it's been a long time since I've seen her, and been, over ten, been 10 years, and I have a big beard and everything. So. Yeah, for sure, the beard. So, beard and glasses, and so <laughs> she knows sold me. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, like, there's, like, there's some people I'd actually like to see, you know, down there, but and sometimes we're westerns out of the um, – if, if they lose – when it comes to that weekend, if it's summary if hopefully not, but if they out of the tournament already we're not eligible, I'll see if Shane can slide me in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come get you. Oh,
0: oh, come get me. I can drive down there. Yeah, I can drive anything that far. Was it two hours? Probably. I'm trying to think. Let's see. It's an hour from Nashville, so, yeah, about two hours. It's not that bad. I'm hoping Western's still playing for – Yeah, the tournament, but who knows? All right. Where are we going next week? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did kind of just make plans, uh, on
1: on the podcast, (laughs) potential plans. Uh, next week, we're going back to all Japan pro wrestling. Um, Uh, and, uh, I'm going to do a tag match. I haven't done a tag match in a while. And this is, uh, I have seen this once in the past, but this is one of the darndest tag matches you've ever seen. Um, it's Doug furnace and Dan Crawford, uh, known in the WWF as what was he, Phil Lafon.
0: Yeah, Philifon. Phil, Phil Phil Philippe Lafon
1: or Philip LaFon or
0: Phil Phil Lafon I can tell Phil LaFon, who's supposed to be French.
1: Um and then they are taking on the team of Kenta Kabashi and I may butcher this first name, uh but Suyoshi Kikushi. Oh. This match is amazing.
0: Kikushi, was he the one who wore the, the rising, rising sun rising sun yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh, that's
0: going to be good. What year was it?
1: Uh, so this is May 25th, 1992.
0: Oh, man, that's going to be
1: good. Yeah, and oh. uh, so Kakushi, uh, uh, this is actually the match that turned me on to Kakushi. You know, I've been on the Kabashi bandwagon for years, but and this turned me on to Kakushi, and that's actually who I try to pattern my leg lariat after because his isn't just uh, tap your chest and go – he goes head hunting with yeah. his. So
0: yeah, I, I liked him a lot. I, I, he he got lost in that shuffle. I thought
1: there were so you many know. good people in all Japan in the early nineties.
0: Yeah, movies. you know, and he had the the four pillars, and then you know he kind of was the he was he was a little younger than the the, the four pillars, right? Wasn't he a little younger?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, the four pillars. Um, you know, and then you still had the old guard still in there.
0: Yeah, that old still guard still put,
1: putting out uh, yeah. amazing matches. But you uh, know, he, and but then yeah, he was right after the four yeah. pillars, you had what some people call the fifth pillar, with Jun Akiyama come in right behind Akiyama. it, and just getting rocketed. Yeah,
0: yeah so Akiyama yeah, he came kinda, in
1: there. He kind of got left. Yeah,
0: yeah, but he—I remember seeing a lot of his stuff in the early '90s, you know, to mid '90s. Uh, was just like, yeah, he, you know, because you know, they said, yeah, they those four guys were, and you know, like I said, then a little later, Yaki, Akiyama got the the rocket tied to his butt, but he was solid, man. It just—I don't know. If there was, you know, anything behind the scenes, that you know, I mean, he got he got put in the big matches, but it did I don't know, it just didn't seem like he got to the L- you know, he was always right at the cusp of getting up there with him, but never get, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, well, I, was,
1: I think a big thing with that, though, is he stayed as a junior heavyweight.
0: Yeah, he was smaller, too. Yeah, he was smaller.
1: You know, I mean, and, he, and he did well in junior, the junior heavyweight division, but in all Japan at that time. And,
0: yeah. Exactly. As I was going to say, he was always smaller. So in all Japan, uh, you know, in the 90s was not known for their, you know, that's when New Japan just really emphasized on that small, the small guys, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: If you're small, you want to go to New Japan, but he stayed in all Japan. But his, I mean, I said he was always good matches, you know, and then they put him there with the, you know, the top guys. I just think he get, you know, I don't think he got overlooked by booking but I think people overlooking, because they're always talking about the, you know, the four pillars at that time. And yeah. then all the Americans yeah. that were coming in, uh, I don't think he got credit for. Uh, was, I said, I liked his work a lot, you know. And I, I don't think the fan, uh, American fans, uh, give him credit for, you know, nowadays, they don't give him credit. because Everybody's about, you know, the four pillars. And But he was right there, man. He was consistent. He was, you know, he was the next young guy until Akiyama come in and but yeah he his his stuff was solid he was there i liked him a lot and he stood out he had those rising sun trunks on his leggings yeah you know?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he had the rising sun on his legacy you know it's that's, crazy to think about it now but so you know in, in the early 90s he you know he was rocking around 28 215 to 220 so he, it's not that he was a small guy but
0: he was just. but for but yeah, for, for all japan at all the time japan, japan, that's, uh, yeah that's the thing yeah for all japan it will that, that's what's crazy it's like that's small, you know, for all Japan that was actually small, you know. And now, nowadays, it's one of their heavier guys, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's, um, yeah, I, 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 I always, what's the stuff I've seen him, he's always liked it. Like I said, um, I think the American audience uh, kind of left him behind because he wasn't a pit one of the pillars. And, but he was right there, man. He, he was there, you know, in the mix. He was just right below those four pillars of uh, and like I said, I think his size, will, you know, I think that's why he didn't get that push, but he was under, you know, he was there. So, yeah, he was good, dude. I really enjoyed uh, the matches I've seen him in. But, yeah, he, he talking about laying it in, yeah. Oh brother laid it in, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. And this match is awesome, man. And, you know, you get character work in this because – Furnace and Lathawne, you know, play the foreign heels well. It's it's really good. Really, so I can't well, wait to watch it with you and get your reaction.
0: 92, that's when they were really hitting their stride. Yeah. All Japan. Yeah. Oh, and which. I believe,
1: if I remember right, they're going into this as the All-Asia ta- Tag Team Champions.
0: Champions, okay. Yeah, I knew that that, that time period right there, um, they, were, they were really hitting their stride over there at that time. So, yeah, that, that's going to be really good. Really good. Like, um, it's crazy how, um, uh, my mind just went blank. Um, what's his name? Um, uh,
1: Furnace Lathan.
0: Furnace. Yeah. Furnace. Thank you. He, man, he got so misused in America.
1: You know? Yeah. I think the only people okay. who used him halfway right in America was Smoky Mountain. And that was just a short run because he was local.
0: Yeah. Well, because they wanted his, uh, yeah, they used his brother and him.
1: Yeah. He didn't know. Well, they, they used his brother for him, but,
0: yeah, for him, yeah, basically, yeah.
1: They trained his yeah. brother, as a matter of fact.
0: Did they? I just know that. Yeah, he, he you know, um, you know, ECW, was used right, but that's ECW. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but um, yeah, if, uh, when they brought uh, when they brought them to New York, they just didn't know what to do with them. Or well, well, WCW didn't know what to do with Furnace by itself in the early '90s. You know? Yeah. He had that million-dollar look and could work. Now I'm talking legitimate you know, ba- legitimate background. Yeah, I mean, there. They, I don't think he, at the time he's he couldn't talk. He's talking wasn't there, but still, with he had everything else. Um, they could have worked around it. real I think it could have really pushed him. You know. Um, yeah, no, I do yeah, too. But yeah, he so that yeah, his Japan stuff is out of this world. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be good. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, I look uh, forward to uh, seeing your reactions. Little, it's gonna be a little different kind of match this week. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no. It gets
0: pretty brawly though. You'll be. You'll be oh surprised. yeah, but, same, but yeah. Oh yeah, they do. I don't know. What I'm just saying is, you know, it's not gonna be blood, just blood and guts. <laughs> That's right. <all> funny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to. It. You can all Japan and stuff. I'm looking forward to. It, so. Yeah. Yeah. Even even the old timers, the old guys, from the early '90s. I love those. They come in and give them a couple of forearms, shoot them in, give them something, you know, tag it. <laughs> they look so funny. You know what I'm talking about? I can't. No, oh, I know. Thousands. I
1: know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: you know, get them the old timers—they're <laughs> going to beat up the young boys. <laughs> just come in, I'll just coming. They'll chop them, give them some forms to the back, and they'll shoot them in, give them a stiff hose, and they'll tag the other guy. <laughs> they used to have like a young guy with them, and they'll tag him in. <laughs> I don't even mean, like those. You know, in moderation, I couldn't watch a hook.
1: Yeah, no, a whole I'm part about... of those wouldn't be fun. But no, no, I, I, I love just, that when you watch the New Japan shows, they still do that. Uh, you know, early cards, you know, a six man or tag with, yeah. with some of the old guard, you know, yeah, and then it's you know, young guys who all are wearing black trunks and have no yeah. characters and they have yeah. like three moves they're allowed to do, and that's it,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, did you see where uh, is it Eugene goddess is gonna work? Uh, uh, on
1: dynamite, yeah, yeah, U- 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 yeah, next for week. the uh, for the. IWGP U.S. title, right?
0: Yeah, it's next week or the week after. It's sometime coming up. I saw it's sometime coming up.
1: Yeah, so. no, I, I, that, that's cool, man. I've always, I've always low-key liked Eugene Nagata, even in, uh, even in WCW. I, I was like, I don't know why I like this guy because there's nothing character-wise about him, but his matches were just really, really good. And he was, yeah. he was in the cruiserweight division. I think was the cruiserweight champion for a little bit. I may be wrong on that. Nagata, no, is either Nagata or Hayashi. Hayashi, she. Hayashi, okay. Yeah, but they yeah. but they got like he's having these cruiserweight matches, but he wasn't the the same type of cruiserweight.
0: No, he was a ground to pound you.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was a ground pound submission guy. So I think that's why he yeah. stood out to
0: me. Yeah, he's gonna be uh I can't remember if it's next week or the week after it's might be the week after. I can't remember, but uh he's gonna go on there sometime soon. So that's gonna be that, that uh you know that's gonna be stiff. Yeah, yeah. Girl, uh, well. Um What's his name? What I always want to, Moxley? <laughs> Moxley, yeah. He, yeah, he don't mind getting in there, tatering and being stiff and crazy and stuff. So,
1: no, if you watch one of the latest dark sides of the rings, he talks about Nick Gage
0: nearly cutting his tongue off with. with oh, I know. Um, me and him been, I've been taking a baseball bat to his head in the back. Now uh, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> uh, you, you know, that's just ridiculous, man. You know,
1: yeah, that death matches are. I, I said this. I say this all the time. Like, I like all wrestling. I even, there's death matches that I even like, but I ain't doing it.
0: No. And you gotta be, you know, you still gotta cooperate. You can't just go rogue like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, you can, and the thing is, you can work it. Why? Work it, you know? You can work anything in the mouth. Because they can't see what's going on in there, you know? Yeah, so that's just, that's taking a little too far, you know? Like I like, I like watching death match, man. Um. I can't watch a bunch of them. I watch. I watch one every now and then. I'll stumble across one and like, I'll check this out, see how, you know. And that's that's not my cup of tea for, you know. But it's it has its, you know. It's a niche that some people like, you know. But I can watch one match every now and then. But I just, I and doing it, I just, I don't, I don't see what people get out of it. Oh, speaking of death patches, what Ox Harley story?
1: Oh, yeah, you're supposed to talk, tell me an Ox Harley story.
0: Okay, so this was uh, uh, early, it was either December of 90, 1995 or January of 1996. Uh, it was me, Farron Fox, and old Kevin the Thumper. Uh, I had just, let's see, was I at Saturday night? I can't remember what I was at on Saturday nights. Anyway, I had some Saturday nights off. So uh, Thumper's like, hey, I'm going to Central City you and Farron want to go I'm like sure and uh uh so I was like what's it pay he said it's Shelby Adcock." Kentucky, it ain't gonna pay much I said well you know what I said I ain't got no license he said oh it's Shelby show they never come up there and check I was like all right I ain't doing nothing I'm going up there with y'all so we go up there and uh, oh it was an eventful trip it was um so we're going up about a little Ford Aspire uh Looks like a little egg. You know, you know little cars you ever see? Oh, I know in the, the car.
1: exact car you're talking about.
0: Yeah. I had a little, I had a little Ford Aspire two door. Thumper was up front with me and Farron was in the back. My windows were fogging up. He's back there writing on my windows. I ain't, ain't paying a look of attention. If we're driving down the road. He just wrote, Show me your tits on our windows. <laughs> and that's kind of funny. And nowadays, thinking of Farron, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we, driving, so we drove up there. Show me your tits on our windows. But anyway, so we get there. I don't know a soul. Uh, I, I, well, I, did, I didn't know somebody there. Uh, Bill Lewis. Um, I like Bill Lewis. I don't know if you ever met Big Bill Lewis. Never met him. Uh, uh, from Kentucky, worked a lot of stuff. Did uh, you ever see any Reno's TV main event? In, okay, no, you, I work, you can many. watch some of those okay his name was big bill lewis oh, he was a good dude he was from kentucky worked all the kentucky stuff but i met him back in 92 he came down with chris champion in lewisburg tennessee for a couple weeks and um and then but i did not so i knew him from there but everybody i didn't know anybody else um, besides stumper and farron and, and actually big bill lewis so i met some people and everything and it was me and ox harley who was my partner I can't remember who we were. I want to say it was Matt the Lumberjack, which is one of Shelby, Shelby Edcox boys and somebody else. So we're sitting on the outside and I, I, I look up and it might've been Thumper. It might've been Thumper, a team with Matt the Lumberjack, Kevin the Thumper. I can't remember. But me and Farron was on the floor. We look up. Ox comes running and does a flip over the top rope. Splat right beside us. I look at Farron and Farron Man. It's like, what the crap is he doing? He was just like, it's like it was we we we're still speechless. I still don't know why he did it because we're just sound. It made no sense. We take a big flip bump and he hit just concrete. Splat. And It was like that's the crazy thing I've seen in a long time. And we I was like all the way home. We like we couldn't figure. It. It's like why did this guy do that? You know. And then it was like what a year later he. He's talking. He's working for Ian Rotten doing all this other. I was like, "Well, he was just he was crazy because <laughs> he was. I mean, yeah, he just came running to flip over the time. There's nobody there except for me and Farron, Where his tag, I'm his tag partner, and Farron was his manager. He just was playing the splats. I'm like, "What the crap? <laughs> I've <have> no <laughs> yeah, worried for that one. I don't either. I still don't to this day, and that was 1995 or 96. I still had no rhyme or reason for it. <laughs> yeah, he. He just come running and did a flip, I don't know, I don't know what he was, a, I don't know if he did a flip, with was laying on his feet, and, and man, that ring the he used in Central City, Kentucky, oh my gosh, it was about four foot high, at least, it was probably over four foot high, it was, oh my God, it's like, come to my chest, so it had to be, It's probably like five foot, oh. and then you got inside, it was like a 22 foot ring, the aprons was like two foot wide. I swear it was an old boxing ring. It had to be a boxing ring. You'd shoot somebody off, and it would take like it was somebody that was gone for thirty seconds before they hit the ropes and come back to you. It was the craziest ring I've ever been in. It was a um, it was huge. It was bigger. It was bigger. It was bigger than a twenty foot ring. It, it I had it had to be an old boxing ring. It had to be.
1: That's where and you learn really sick. quick the uh, the art of the mid ring shoot off.
0: Exactly. Well, I never worked in a ring that big, so I was shooting. Mom was like, "This is horrible." <laughs> You know, I was just like, what the crap? Yeah, they had a crew. It was an interesting crew up there. And uh, Shelby Acock's other boy, his name David. He wore a mask. Um, he'd come to the building without the mask on, go to the dressing room, come back out and work the mask, go back and take it off and go back to the dressing room. Everybody knew it was him, but he wore a mask when he got in the ring. It was, they said, he, he they said he was really good at one, one time and I don't know if, it, he had started having seizures and it messed him up. And, um, I don't know how, what you know, caused the seizure, but it, they said it. And after that, he, his work was horrible, and he shouldn't have been in the ring. Actually, he shouldn't have been in the ring. But he'd shoot you off like, he starts start stuttering, shoot you off. And he'd try to say clothesline, and couldn't. Oh, or he'd man, shoot you off.
1: That'd, that'd, that'd be terrifying. And
0: he'd, and he'd come back, or he'd, 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 he'd say something and shoot you off. And by the time you, on that big ring, by the time you get back, they said he would forget. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there was a cast of characters up there, boy. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, uh, that's the first time I ever met um Trail Park Trash. Uh, well, he was working as was it Jack Salinger, something like that. And uh shooting stars Troy Faith and Jerry uh, Jerry Faith and Troy Hayes, Vic the Bruiser, recommended him, him up there, Sean Venom. I think there was another guy too that came down from Louisville. And then one weekend I actually me and Mark Gordy worked the shooting stars. That was that was easy. But <laughs> the guy Matt the Lumberjack. <laughs> So funny! You'd be there hitting him, he'd be selling. He had a Parmagrain. He was always smiling. And you'd be sitting there punching him or something. He'd be like, he'd be selling, but he'd be smiling. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thumper <laughs> said, he said, <laughs> said, when you're out there working, he he's selling for you, but he's gonna be smiling. I'm like, huh? He said, don't get mad at him. He's selling, but he's smiling. I was like, what do you mean, Thumper? He said, he's got a pomegranate. He just smiles all the time. And sure enough, I just gave him a punch. Jesus just said, he smiling.
1: Good God.
0: <laughs> smiling at me. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> so one brother was stuttering epileptic, and another one had a pomegranate. <laughs> Those Shelby's two boys, Matt and David. <laughs> oh,
1: I have no idea how to top that.
0: You missed out on some good stuff back in the day. <laughs> oh, and then, we had this one thing on I close out on Central City. So I'm sitting there, and they had a big old dressing room in the back. But if it rained, half the dressing room would flood, so everybody would get on this one side. So my first night there, actually, it, I was like, it didn't rain. So I'm sitting there, and uh, I'm looking. I see this guy's name was Big Bob Ralston. Nice guy, nice guy like a big boss man again. Well, he wore a singlet, butcher top, put your butcher top underneath, right? So I'm sitting there getting my stuff on, and he goes like, hey, uh, Quentin, uh, Thumper said you need some some tape. Here you go. I'll look up. His nuts <laughs> hanging out the side of his butcher top. <laughs> Where it was so tight. He pulled it on. He'd get, he was a big, fat dude. He'd get in that butcher top so tight. he's come up and, like, give him a G-string on his nuts. <laughs> give him a moose knuckle. On his. his and I look up, and there's a second. I look over, and Thumper's over, just dying laughing. I said, "Oh, thanks, man. I put it on Professor. Thanks. If you need more, just let me know. I will." My
1: it was, it was, God.
0: It was just. It was, just it, it was the nicest guy, but man, he needed to get a, a bigger, bigger butcher because that thing was so tight. It, I hang out the side. <laughs> it's like, brother, man, get here, go get you a butcher from k and fits, at Fitz, you know? Oh, man. So like, you missed out on some good stuff back in the day.
1: <laughs> I missed out on something.
0: Yeah, Bob Ross's nut sack <laughs> hanging out of his butcher.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm done with Central City, Kentucky for now. All right. <laughs> for now. For now. I don't, I don't I think, know
1: where to go from here.
0: I guess, well... I think like I know we're ready to go. You got anything to add? I think I'm good. All right. Well, if you're done, I'm done. Stick it a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah a quick person. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening, and God bless.
1: Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.